Good morning, everyone. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Saturday morning in the house. And it's incredibly calm behind me. For those of you listening on podcast, you'll be thinking, where the hell is the madness? Well, I haven't got a clue what they're doing today. Um, oh, Minky Moo. Um, oh, Minky Moo, thank you so much. That's very kind of you. Look at that. Mark's review. I'm only going to pop this up because I think the film needs publicity. Mark's review of Zone of Interest, Masterclass in Film Analysis. Oh, bloody hell. Thank you so much. I'll take yes, that. I'll take, my, my I'll take that. I'll take that. I have to say, as I did it, I said to my mom, I said, I'm quite, quite proud of that review. Um, anyway, it's a really important film. And I think it's an important film, The Zone of Interest. It is not the kind of film you're going to eat a bunch of popcorn and have, a, have, a, have an easy time with. But it's when film becomes art, becomes message, is important. Film isn't just about sitting there, kicking back and just chewing popcorn. And it's a very important film for now, for the whole Israel-Gaza crisis. Anyway, guys, so, um, yeah, go and check that out if you want. Buenos dias from Spain, Julie Allen. Where in Spain are you? So, obviously, the papers, it's always a mixed bag at the weekend, isn't it? There's serious, there's tragic. There's a lot of, I mean, all the papers today, understandably, are all over the front, uh, front pages of all of them, is the uh, photographs of the killers, of the teenager, the transgender teenager, Brianna. Um, and the big news story here is the fact that they've obviously identified them, named them as Eddie Ratcliffe and Scarlett Jenkinson, uh, the two killers. And, you know, it just gives you, it just gives me such sort of, you know, um, memories. It reminds me of, of um, the whole Bulger case and, you know, these awful images of, of, of kids. And, I don't know. It, you know, so the, the front of the Daily Mail, he stabbed Brianna because he hated trans people. She just wanted to kill for fun. Twisted teenagers named and jailed. And I think the reason this is always these stories, isn't, they're so disturbing, aren't they? Because they speak to the whole idea of how do we know what's going on in the heads and in the hearts of our kids. Front of the mirror, pure evil. Warped teens with thirst for killing, planned brutal and sadistic murder. Uh, now a second hit list was revealed. You know, the tragedy, be, you know, I mean, the whole thing is tragic. With Brianna believing that this, this girl was her friend. Um, she must have been so scared, says uh, her mum. Uh, killers may be imprisoned forever. It's that whole, yeah, the judge was remarkable. You're absolutely right, Siobhan Jordan. Um, this is some of the evidence, the note. Uh, there's Brianna's final trip. That's the, that bottom right is when um, one of the suspects was uh, arrested on the body cam. There's the father there. And in the middle, you've got um, those sort of asterisked three heads uh, on the day, the footage, you know, the CCTV footage of when they all met. Um, it's, it's just horrendous. Normal, quite bright, quiet, bright killers. He said to be a sort of grade A student with social anxiety, ordinary lives of teens who turn to sadism. You can only begin to think that this this sort of thing happens in the minds and hearts of very well. I mean, you know, it is this sort of premeditated hit list and all that kind of kind of thing. It, 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 of course, it's horrendous. And, and then you live in a city like London where there's knife crime all the time. The extent to which kids are going out and saying, oh, I'm going to kill someone, um, you know, you'll never know. But, you know, again, it's just, just throw away 
sort of almost an inability to understand that, 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 that life is real or that people are real. Um, I mean, and I'm sure I'm sure there'll be a lot of talk. And and, and this is the this is the photo of um, of the girl. Uh, Scarlett Jenkinson. And again, you know, obviously the paper's going going for that photograph because it could be any one of our children's uh, selfies or portraits or pictures, couldn't it? Um, tragically sad, tragically sad. Um, obviously overnight you'll have seen um, the quite serious, but kind of, is it serious enough? And what's the point of it? And is there a point to it? Uh, the US has targeted um, 85 targets in Iraq and Syria. Um, an interesting detail, actually, is that since October the 7th, um, American bases have been um, attacked themselves 160 times. We haven't heard, heard, heard too much about it. But this is Biden. I mean, Biden's having to do a couple of things here with this. He's having to demonstrate that America's powerful. I mean, there used to be a time when you'd, you'd wake I don't know if you, did anyone else remember in the 80s, 90s? I remember waking up. Must have been doing my A levels, and my mum coming through the door one morning saying, "Oh, they've attacked or they've fired missiles somewhere," and it being a big thing. Um, it's kind of ten for you know, it's kind of isn't it weird how in the Middle East it's just, oh right, okay, we just we just fired a load of, load of missiles. Um, so these US airstrikes, Biden is trying to look like he's powerful and strong and doesn't just walk into flagpoles. He's needing to kind of quieten down Trump who will be like, unless you go in there all guns blazing like the OK Corral, you're an absolute wimp. Um, he's also wanting to show Iran he's taking no shit, but he doesn't want to hit Iran because he doesn't want a war with Iran. Um, so they've kind of hit lots of places in a kind of strategic fashion that hopefully won't cause any expansion of the war, but also sends out a message that they're very powerful. It's all very odd, isn't it? It's the, the weird rules of war. US planes bomb Iran, elite forces in new blitz. The only part of all of this, the only part of all of this that is a little bit concerning is, I think there's, is it the Quds, Q-U-D-S, the Quds uh, Regiment of the uh, Iranian Revolutionary Guard? I think they may have accidentally hit them. So, and this is where, this is where it all gets a bit tricky. Someone makes a sort of misjudgment or a slight error, or Sleepy Joe presses the wrong button, and the whole bloody kit and caboodle go up and could go up in flames. Coffee, stop it. Chi Chi, go to your bed. Chi Chi, Chi Chi, Chi Chi, go to your bed. Go to your bed. She's trying to get her um, esophagus. Adele Kelly, I'm sick of America doing this shit. They always do, and then wonder why 9 um, 11 happens. Rules of engagement. Yeah, Edward Bevington. Curious, isn't it, how the rules of engagement only apply to certain people and in certain scenarios? It's weird that. Um, uh, 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 uh. Victoria Moore, did you see him when the soldier's bodies came back? He honestly looks like he doesn't know what's going on half the time. Yeah, this coincided actually with the with the return of the three American soldiers who died uh, in, in the Jordan drone attack. Um, other big story, obviously... Um, the asylum uh, alkali attack in Clapham, not surprisingly, uh, throwing a huge spotlight over how could someone, a sexual offender, on a third application, how could he have been let into the country? And there he is on the run, looking petrifyingly like a sort of, like a robot or something. Go go away. Go on. Go, 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 go over there. Toffee, stop it. Sorry, Toffee's, Toffee's threatening Chi-Chi. 
We've got a, in fact, this is really, you know, I've got a story about what kind of character, character traits your dogs have got. That's what we're going to be talking in a minute. What do you think about this? Uh, Faith, you made a good point. I noticed earlier. Uh, how could they not find it? It's amazing how, how on the run he is with this remarkable sort of identifier on his face. And, um, you know, all the CCTV everywhere. I mean, he was seen on the Victoria line at one point. Sandy, that's it, a cyborg. He looks just like a cyborg. It's petrifying, absolutely petrifying. Oh, just just hideous. But of course, um, it, it strengthens the arm of people who want to. He's, you know, perhaps we should look at it more like he happens to be a nutter um, rather than all asylum seekers are nutters. And, and maybe, yes, the asylum seeking process could be a little bit more stringent when it comes to they're a, they're, they're a confirmed sexual offender. I mean, I think there is something to be looked at there. Uh, as I say, very dark news today. We're going to get to light. Um, it was your intention to kill him and you made no... This story, the only reason I've mentioned this story is because we talked about this. This is the woman who claimed her boyfriend... <coughs> I don't think she was necessarily saying he was being abusive, but in the description of what was going on, it sounded like not a particularly pleasant altercation. And this is the woman who, after, uh, I think, a New Year's party, she 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 was twice, or was she one and a half times over the drink drive limit, and she twice struck her boyfriend, dragging him down the road. She admitted that she'd done it, but um, obviously she's been given life, uh, and that's 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 the sort of follow-up on that. Maybe, hang on a second, have I got the other... Oh, yeah, there she is. Jailed for life. The killer student who mowed down her fiancé. You've shown no remorse. Um, now, you might have seen this is sad. Look. Oh, Carl Weathers. I know Ninad, our movie followers, very sad about this. This is... Uh, Oh, an actor who we'll all know most famously from Rocky, but he was also in The Mandalorian more recently. Um, beloved Rocky star dies at 76. Um, not a lot more to say, really, other than, yeah, he was he was, he was was a familiar face. And, by God, spawned all the Creed films as well. Uh, there is no tomorrow. Was that, did he say that? Always liked him on screen. Oh, my God, that coffee is astringent. Wow. Um, other stories, as I said, the, the stories today are now I was talking yesterday about the tragedy of this, the wife of this movie producer, um, Bradley Thomas, and um, how she tragically jumped to her death in from an LA hotel balcony. And I was saying, how do they know that this is um, suicide? Well, I think by all accounts, she was on her own. I didn't realize that her and her husband were estranged or separated in the process of getting divorced. Um, I sense and fear looking at some of the kind of uh, details of her life, her past, that perhaps there could be an addiction aspect to this. That's all I'd say. Um, but yeah, she was an aristocrat. She was apparently fr friends with Amy Winehouse. I don't know if that's aristocratic in, in and of itself. Uh, but she was a sort of, they're talking about a sort of salt burnish-esque background to her life. This is tragic as well. I mean, I do apologise. Uh, Johnny, Johnny Irwin has died after his courageous three and a half year fight with lung cancer. Um, Place in the Sun star, 50 year old, was given six months to live after his diagnosis in August 2020, which really shows you six months. And he lived for another three and a half years. Uh, he leaves behind his wife, Jess, eldest son, Rex, five and three year old twins, um, Rafa and Cormac. Um, in a statement on Johnny's Instagram last night, his family said it is with a heavy heart that we share the news of Johnny's passing. 
truly remarkable soul. He fought bravely against cancer with unwavering strength and courage. Oh, God. It's just so sad, isn't it? I mean, I think there was, a, you know, a sad inevitability to that. But there you go, Johnny Irwin, who's passed away. Um, this story yesterday is just... They've got to do something at Tate Modern. Man dies after falling from Tate Modern Gallery Terrace. The Tate Modern was closed as a mark of respect after a man died following a fall from the London Gallery. They had to... I mean, it is incredibly vertiginous. It's, it's very high up. And do you remember there was the story of the boy who pushed or threw the other child or girl over the... Was it a girl or boy over the, over the balcony? Whenever I'm there, and I was there not that long ago, you think, oh, my God, this is just so... This is... It all seems so open and vulnerable. Um, yeah, and thoughts go out to Kate Garraway's family too. Yep, there, there were images of the funeral today in the papers as well. Now, we're going to move on. We're going to move on to sort of less less sort of heartbreaking stories. Um, but do you have a child that's a, is struggling with anxiety? Nearly a third of secondary pupils avoid school because of anxiety. What do you think, guys? Is this snowflakery? Um, or is this um, is this genuinely because it's a shit show experience going to school? <laughs> Almost three in ten secondary pupils are avoiding going to school because doing so makes them anxious. Across the UK, 28% of 12 to 18-year-olds have not attended school over the last year for that reason. Experts warning that many stayed away because they have felt unable to cope. Do you think this is a, a consequence of um, lockdowns, perhaps... Perhaps the national curriculum demanding that they get back up to the same place they were at, but actually everyone's gone backwards since since the lockdown. Let's have a look. I suffer with anxiety, says Julie, and other mental health issues, so put my pain down to mental health. Um, don't blame them, says Edward Bevington. Good. Yeah, good point. Charlotte P. Uh, honestly, a bit of both, I think. Absolutely agree. Uh, Cloda, hope you all. I think some kids genuinely have anxiety, but feels others are using that as an excuse. And that's a good point. And it's very hard to distinguish between the two. Excuse me whilst I drink this. Gabby, when you're editing this, maybe you want to... Oh, my God. Sorry, that was lovely. That was, that was so nice, that coffee. Oh! Um, I suffered this 50 years ago, says Sheila Patterson Art, and my daughters to varying degrees. I think it's too easy to just dismiss. I think if you're the kind of person who just goes, oh, snowflakes. Oh, come on. You know, you know, back in my day, I used to get up half an hour before I went to bed and all that kind of stuff. Just stay quiet because obviously you didn't you didn't have anxiety. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> that's my that's what I always feel like saying to certain adults. Like, OK, you might think that. But why make a kid feel really fucking stupid? Why add to it? Why say that? Just fuck off, Janet. Um, <laughs> do you know what I mean, though? It's like, yeah, you might... Look, I'm not saying don't think it, but it's like just because we have a thought, do we always have to say it? Rehoming centres are bursting as puppy love turns to heartbreak. This is as a consequence of... Um, this is as a consequence of lockdown. Um, pet charities are reporting record numbers of relinquishment inquiries uh, from owners whose incomes have not kept pace with the cost of keeping a pet. And I have to confess, I think, you know, isn't it funny? Isn't it funny? And it's like dentists. There's a story in the papers today about them. They're offering bounties, not bounty bars. That would be counterproductive. And they're really horrible. But they're offering bounties in financial incentives to dentists in certain areas where people aren't 
registered. Uh, here's a bit of money, do their teeth. And, you get, and once they've got the bit of money, what do they then do? Destroy their teeth and get more, try and get more money out of them. It's like as soon as you monetize an entire area, so like veterinary care um, and puppy stuff, and you make it so expensive, this is, this is what happens. You end up destroying your own can't wait for you. Uh, you end up destroying your own business structure. It's, it's bizarre, bizarre. So this is, yes, the story that more and more poor old pups are being handed in because people just simply can't afford it. Now, who's heard of this guy? Who's heard of this dude? Spuddy, brilliant. What's his name? Uh, mild mannered, unassuming alter ego of forget Batman, forget Superman, forget Ant-Man. It's time to meet Spudman. Attaches a GoPro to his head. Now, I, I watched his videos. I need to ask, who's a Spudman fan? Anyone here a Spudman fan? 300 number of potatoes, Ben cooks in an hour for his hungry customers. He's a lovely chap. He's a cheeky chap. He's brilliant. Sp okay, Faith. Okay, if you're a Spudman aficionado, I want you to tell me, what are the things that make him watchable? So I went on his TikTok to have a look. And... I was expecting, I don't know, sort of high-kicking cleverness. But, but he strapped a GoPro to his head and he cut, admittedly quickly, but then anyone who works in a, in a food truck can do this, didn't say anything, just cut a load of potatoes, chucked too much butter in, looked really nice, put something else in it, which was in a jar, in a tub, plonked it on and gave it. And it's got like a million... What is it? What makes him brilliant? Is it the ordinariness of what he's doing? Oh, Sammy J. Peach, I've made the decision to home educate my daughter due to anxiety and depression as she got to the point of self-harming and the school's lack of understanding. Do check out, we wrote a book about homeschooling and it's not a sell on this, but I mean, you know, we and we've done lots of kind of vlogs and stuff like that on, on homeschooling for the same reasons. We weren't home educating advocates, but if, you, if you're going through that and you don't want to feel alone and you don't want to feel lost uh, and you don't want to feel like you're going mad, uh, ch check out some of our content and um, even the book. Um, uh, Tell me, Faith, what is his thing? What get, what keeps you coming back for more Spudman? Happy birthday, Beverly. Um, I love a jacket Spud. I mean, I like it. Well, I don't actually like a jacket, but watched him on YouTube while following Rate, my takeaway guy. Um, never heard of him, but love him already. Uh, hey, let's pop him back up here. Uh, is it his backstory? It's like watching someone who's power washing. Yes, Heather Westlake. Yes, I mean, for what? For the... For the Right, I love a few. Oh, right, okay, yeah, Mark. It's just a normal guy, like a lot of TikTokers. I love a few ordinary working class. Just yeah, and is that? But is that? Is that what it is? Is it just watch? Because I, I was watching it thinking, oh, there's something so little of any foodie note going on here. Is this like watching someone? Is it a bit like ASMR? Is that what it is? ASMR. I think that's what it is. Um, waiting for Faith to come through. Uh, maybe a time, time. the simpleness. Oh, okay, the simpleness. But yes, I mean, I, I don't get me wrong. I understand. Well, I don't like jacket potatoes. I used to, but I don't anymore. Anyway, I just wanted to know. Spuddy, brilliant baked potatoes. Everyone's talking about. Dazzle faulty. Talked about this briefly yesterday. John Cleese unveils the very, 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 very good cast of his sitcom adaptation. Will it be any good? It won't be as good. We said this yesterday. How can it be? It was of its time. It was of its. I think things. Yeah, I, oh, I'm just sick of it. Put everything on fucking stage. Shut up. Stop it. And then charge stupid amounts of money. No. Uh, want to spend less time on your phone? Try a headset. This weekend all over America, Apple enthusiasts will be unboxing their Vision Pros. Has anyone tried one? Apparently, um, James Cameron, the director of Avatar, I was reading yesterday, 
said he had a near semi-religious experience uh, wearing this headset. Um, They will be immersed in a home cinema mounted on their faces. They have office screens displayed virtually in front of them, controlling everything with their eyes and hands. So you will be like Iron Man when he's like... So we're going to now be sat in rooms, not with people on their face. It's like you look look at the older members of the family when they come around for something to eat and everyone shiftily goes to their phones at a certain point. And I feel sorry for like Nanny Di sometimes or Pat or Betty and Teddy. And they're like... Oh, look, everyone's just gone. They're on their phone. But now people, what, are going to have goggles on? It's be like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, no, that's right. Uh, yeah, God, would you wear them? Uh, why don't you like them anymore? What, spuds? I just find them boring. I, I tell you what the problem I have with spuds is, whilst you're having to think about whether you buy this handset. My problem with spuds is you have to put so much bad stuff on it to make it tasty. All that butter, all that stuff, I mean, which is nice, but it can't, it's just not good for you, is it? Anyway, how much are these going for? The release, they're three and a half thousand dollars. Oh, what do you think? Too much? No, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, from likes to dislikes, Facebook turns 20. I hate Facebook. Do lots of you like Facebook? I've always hated it. I hated it when it first came out. There was something, did it develop out of Friends Reunited? There's something about it that's really... I don't know, jangly. I mean, I love in, I absolutely love Instagram. I don't know whether that's being a bit kind of visual. Maybe it's the visual component <laughs> and maybe not the social component. <laughs> Friends, what are they? Uh, do you know what I mean? Hate it, Siobhan Jordan. I don't know. It just feels, it feels like you're on a bus without like doors or sides and you're rattling around and there's a lot of rattling and you're holding on to kind of poles to stay steady but the poles aren't attached to the roof. And then you fall in someone's lap, and it might be someone you know, but it might not be someone you know, or someone else falls in your lap. And and that's what Facebook feels like to me. Clunky, bumpy, potholes, a bit shit, a bit naff. Sorry, haven't sold it, have I? Whereas, I have to say, I think Instagram is fantastic. What kind of personality is your dog? Is your dog excitable or hyper-attached? I'm going to show you some photos to demonstrate each type of d- d- dog. Is your dog excitable or hyper-attached? Is it anxious and fearful? Is it reactive and assertive? Is it aloof and predatory? He's frightening. Or is it calm and agreeable? I think Chi-Chi is calm and agreeable. Um, and I think Toffee is, re- well, Toffee's all of them, apart from calm and agreeable. She can be aloof and predatory. She was a minute ago. She can be reactive and assertive with her tiny little mouth. She can be anxious and fearful when, oh, maybe not that one, and excitable and hyper-attached. In fact, Mum, I think Nanny dies most of those, apart from aloof and predatory. <laughs> All of the above. She's a collie. Collies. Is it a collie that... I remember filming somewhere once and there was a... I think it might have been... Is it a collie? Is that... A, is that What are they called? Something shepherd. Shepherd? Shepherd dog? Shepherd? Whatever they are. German shepherd? No. That's an Alsatian, isn't it? Anyway, there was a shadow on the floor and it, it wouldn't leave it alone. It went mental. It just kept sitting there. It just did that all the time. Crazy. Uh, Melissa Wallington. My dog is calm, excited, hungry and sleepy all at once. I want to be your dog. It sounds so divine. 
Um, oh, Teresa Hutchinson, anyone seen the dog who is so attached to things, owner, it tugs them all the time. Oh, Border Collie. That's it, Border Collie. Mad as a box of frogs, because they're so sort of designed, aren't they, to, to be herding. But if they see a shadow and there's no sheep, they'll herd the shadow. Right, I'm going to show you a photo now. Uh, oh, no, I'm not. What's this one? What have I got here? Oh, Clementines. Yes, I thought I'd pull this. Clementines. Clement, whatever happened to the Clementine? Clementine. Clementines could be on the way out with the next, within the next 10 years as shoppers choose new seedless hybrids. So, seeded grapes, they've gone. Nuts with no nuts. Do nuts have nuts? Oh, my God. I've just done a... I've gone down a wormhole in my own head. Do nuts have nuts? No. Dates without nuts. Strawberries without pips. Clementines without pips. Anyway, um, Tesco is launching a range of hybrids. Hybrids in an effort to cater for Britain's taste. Satsumas are popular because of their seedless flesh. Clementines and Satsumas are both types of mandarin orange, which are citrus fruits that are smaller and easier to peel. Why are peaches white now? They should be orange. (gasps) I haven't had a good peach in years. They're always either hard... Or, does anyone else get this? They're really soft around the outside and then really hard on the inside. So you get a soggy pip. Nothing like a soggy peach pip. What's happened to the days of, oh, <coughs> just holds together nicely. <laughs> Sorry, suddenly gone all uh, call me by your name there. Uh, didn't mean to. Uh, okay, what do you think is up with this pigeon? What is this pigeon being caught in, in the act doing? <laughs> this is bizarre. This pigeon has been released from captivity because the Indian authorities have finally, or the Mumbai police, have finally decided it wasn't a Chinese spy. I kid you not. Bird is released after being detained by Mumbai police over fears it was carrying coded messages to Beijing. Let's look closely into its eye. I don't trust that pigeon. I think they should have got it to do a lie detector test, don't you? That pigeon doesn't look trustworthy. I think he might be a spy. Uh, This is no joke. A pigeon accused of being a Chinese spy has been cleared by Indian police and finally released back into the wild. Um, (laughs) That is it being released. There you go. Um, Love is quite expensive, apparently. Two spontaneous gifts, one romantic holiday, five beauty treatments. This is what you need to buy your Valentine to keep them on board. It tops up to about three and a half grand a year. Uh, You need to buy them spontaneous gifts, Uh, A romantic holiday, weekend breaks, cinema visits, maybe a theme park or local attraction. Take them to a gig or a live music event. Spontaneous drinks out. Oh, the whole all of that sounds so brilliantly exciting, doesn't it? Fun activities like bowling. I think Nadia would slice my testicles off and turn them into earrings if I took her to play to go bowling or mini golf. Mind you, we had great fun playing mini golf. Oh, okay. And she likes beauty treatments. So beauty treatments and haircuts. Oh, okay. She doesn't. I don't know my wife at all. So there we go. So love is not knowing at all what would make your wife happy. Um, This is funny. There's been this story, hasn't there, of the um, macaque that was on the on the on the run around in in the Highlands. But apparently this isn't the we have a long history of zoo animals escaping. Um, and uh, if you look over there, what have we got at the top there? Uh, what is that? Um, Honshu, the... No, no, um, let me go to the right here. Uh, that's the Honshu, the Japanese macaque back at its Highland Wildlife Park. Apparently it missed all its friends. 
Uh, that over there is a red panda that escaped in Cornwall. Um, further down here, you've got um, snow leopard in Dudley, uh, a rainbow lorikeet in Colchester, uh, and then you've got zebra, zebras at the bottom in uh, Korea. Wasn't there a, I seem to remember there was a lion, wasn't there, running through Berlin or somewhere weird? Very old story. Uh, Katie Price faces 12th driving offence. This woman seems to never be, not be from behind the wheel. She, uh, model Katie Price is set to, um, forget, she, I mean, she, she's always driving. It's just, uh, <laughs> I mean, when, does she ever, does she, does she heard of Uber or public transport? <laughs> Model Katie Price is set to face trial for driving. Oh, there we go. Without a license and insurance. Twelfth motoring offence. I mean, come on. Come on. Okay. Somebody just needs to hide the keys. Someone hide the car keys. I mean, she doesn't have the problem we have. Where's our car keys? You never hear that in her household. She's always got the bloody car keys. Uh, um, Luke, who got a deal? Yeah, you're not going to believe it, but Luke Littler um, is going to make dart shirts fashionable. Like, don't believe it myself, but I suppose they have a moddy kind of. I, I failed to put a photo up actually, but I um, love rugby shirts. I just said darts. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, dart fashion. I mean, I can see it coming. It's that sort of tight. Actually, the top that Nadia got me was a bit darty. Darts ace Luke Littler, Littler, Littler has signed his first six figure contract with Boo Man. <clears throat> Don't ever say boohoo to Luke Littler when he's about to throw a dart because it could go into the umpire's forehead. I've seen that happen before. Um, we're going flexi sober, apparently. Um, night boozy or booze free. So one night you get completely rat assed, the next night you don't. Next night, it's called binge drinking. I don't think that's a story. Um, Boris Johnson, rugby. I, I just wanted to read this because it just it speaks to what an absolute fucking twonk he is. Boris Johnson about rugby. Is rugby child abuse? Okay, we had a big conversation about that yesterday. But look, this is this is Boris's contribution. Rugby doesn't risk young people's lives. It can save them. Don't let the finger-wagging twaddle merchants of Weedy Wetsville University tell you otherwise. <laughs> Don't let the finger-wagging twaddle merchants of Weedy Wetsville University tell you otherwise. Okay, well, there you go. And in his dictionary corner, he's giving us the definition of effluvia. That's, yeah, fluvia, unpleasant or home, harmful odours or discharges, which I think is a good way of describing him. Um, okay, and uh, this is a very sweet, I like this photo. This is an image here of Johannes Radibi, is that how you pronounce his name? Strictly Come Dancing. Oh, um, that's him, like, me and Kay are doing uh, Yes, I know, he looks lovely. And there's a photo, so nice. photograph of him there, um, just beside himself with joy as Camilla, Queen Camilla, the Queen, tells him she'd love to have a bit of a dance and a boogie, actually. Um, and she's actually doing a, this is actually a moment where she's saying, does the shoe fit? She's going to propose to him in a sort of Cinderella inversion and reversal. So very, very, very odd. Uh, nice photo here for um, Tori. You must have been very near to this. Uh, costume rowers on the Grand Canal for the opening regatta of the 2024 Venice Carnival. The theme of this year's event are the journeys of Marco Polo. Clearly, Political correctness hasn't yet reached Venice. I think Marco Polo is now considered, isn't he, like the first sort of, uh, he sort of conquered everywhere, but he, should, he shouldn't have done. Um, and here we have a photograph of, a beautiful sh a photograph oh, there. He, he shouldn't have done. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's a compelling reason for us not to celebrate Marco Polo. <laughs> and sunrise, a sunrise over the market town of Tetbury, Gloucestershire, after a cold night in the west of England. That looks bloody gorgeous, though. You wouldn't want to be caught out in it. It'd be bloody freezing. So there we go. 
Saying, my darling. Well, it's been a long, torrid affair, this slave, hasn't it? Um, Curly Cooks of Croydon is coming next. God only knows what's happening. I think there's a couple of bags yeah, with tell a... Tell them what's happening. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll tell them what's happening. So today is Ready Sister Cook. We've stolen it from Ready Steady Chef. So I've bought I was going to say, it's not an original idea. Then. Dina's red tomatoes and I've bought her her ingredients and I'm green peppers and she's bought mine and we haven't got a bloody clue what's in them. And we've got 20 minutes to cook. So join us. What, 20 minutes each? Yeah. Wow, wow. Okay, fantastic. All right, guys, well, there you go. Uh, ready sister cook. Ready curly cock. Ready sister cook. Ready your curly cocks. Um, okay, guys, have a lovely day. I hope you're well. Um, and uh, something else has landed today. I can't remember what. Do go and check out Zone of Interest. See if it's, it's that's not really a cup of tea film. It's one of those films that's kind of hard work, but good. Uh, anyway, have lots of fun. See you in a bit over there.